day and welcome to episode number 30 of the Average Man Podcast, Scar Tissue. Aptly named because we're going to the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert tonight and there's a bit of scar tissue in my brain at the moment from last night's drinking session, I reckon. Uh, so it's Tuesday the 5th of March, we're at Fenian's Pub in the city. The I'm original here. Irish pub. I'm here with Eli Shogun King yep. and Shane Reed. So yeah, these are the lads that we're travelling into the uh, gig with tonight. And um, welcome to the podcast, dudes. Thanks, Dave. How um, you going, Dave? Good, man. Good. Pretty stoked about this. I put this my podcast off for the weekend to, to do this little pre pre chilies one today. So, <clears throat> and yeah, I'm feeling a bit rough. So this side is good to go down, man. I thought I was going to have like come in here and um have a quiet night last night. I could catch up with, with Mick and um and Trizzo and thought that they'll fuck off sort of mid afternoon. And then I'll go back to the hotel, I'll just watch some Netflix and chill out. I thought, yeah, I'll get up in the morning, go for a run at King's Park before the lads get there or something. Well, didn't, I, I didn't FaceTimed her at like, what, three o'clock? When? I FaceTimed her yesterday at like three o'clock. In the o'clock. Arvo? Yeah, and you were uh, pissed ass, Yeah, man. I would have been, dude. We started yeah. here at about 12, I think. So. Is this where you were? Yep, started yeah. here at 12, and then what we do, so we had a bit of a session here, and then... um. I had a feed which was pretty average, so I'll probably go somewhere else for lunch today <laughs> when I have a feed, but, to be honest. But um, had a feed here and then a few more beers, went back to the room for a bit, um, and then we were fanging for a, like a proper for dinner by that stage, so we went out found Who a, is this? Is this? me, Mike, my brother, and Trizzo. Yeah. So um, we went out to... Trizzo? Yeah, you know Trizzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Trizzo. Oh, mate, Trizzo, he's back from the States. Yeah, copy that. <coughs> and I've sort of been um, trying to... I was, he was out to, there on some um, medical marijuana farm, wasn't he, or something like that? Yeah, he was growing weed over there, man. I wanted yeah. to do a podcast with him for a while, actually. Like, I kind of I could have done it yesterday, missed the opportunity, but hit him up about his little journey because he met this bird, um, an American backpacker, in Broome when he was up in Headland, and then they ended up getting married, and he moved oh, over. Yeah, yeah, he moved over to the states with her. He got the whole went through the whole green card process and everything, and then. Um, Whereabouts the States did you go? So she was based in Florida, her family. Oh, okay. So they went to Florida and worked there for a bit. And then they travelled. So they went to like, um, they spent a bunch of time in, at Lake Tahoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Nevada. Yep. And the photos they used to put up, man, like the mountain there and the massive like lake. Crazy, oh, everything was just a postcard, like picturesque, you know. Yep. There it's like, it snows in winter, you go skiing and shit. And in summer it's like all like hiking through the mountain yeah. and all that kind of shit. Just awesome spot. Plus all those photos of that cultivated weed. Well, that was later, um, so then really jealous. Like, so then they so jealous when he sent those ones. Yeah, well, they ended up, you know, breaking. It didn't work out, parted ways, and then um, so he went up and did his own thing. Went to North North California oh, and, and was like, yeah, growing weed there, which ended up yeah, some of it goes to was medicinal marijuana and shit like that. And he was talking about that licensing for it and everything yesterday. So he'd send, send these Snapchats, man, of just these crops that they were wow. growing up there, and it was just mad. Same thing, they were up in the mountains, sort of like, like sort of mountainous sort of region North California forest and like it would be iced over and snowing and shit in winter and then just beautiful in the summer it was pretty mad meanwhile me and Dave back in bloody WA trying to score 25 yeah. deals like, yeah. just get to have a, like a session or something yeah yeah and he's just got truckloads of it literally so that was pretty pretty mad and I should have I should have hit him up to do a podcast about yesterday because I wanted to hear his him like talks talk through it the whole sort of yeah. journey and he only came back um, the end of end of last year I think um, or sometime last year maybe mid, mid last year so he was over there for about three years I think remember when we were in Venice Beach and we, I got my medical marijuana yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 well you got the look, look on me too 
Yeah. yeah. What was it? What was it? Back pain or uh, back say? pain? I said yeah. I had um, like slipped across the disc, like whatever. <laughs> they don't care, they man. They didn't care. I could have yeah. just told him that he was a dickhead and he was still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, industry's booming over there at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's fully legal in about I think seven states recreationally now, yeah, right. and then like thirty other states I think have got medicinal marijuana, and then Canada's legal federally for recreational use. A um, bunch of states, in, I think there's three or four states in Australia now, medicinal use, so it's definitely... Yeah, man. Good time to get in and um, buy some stocks yeah. for the right company, because they reckon that's just going to go off in the oh, next few will, years, man. man. We'll definitely will, just getting in with the right company, eh? I've been doing a bit of research on that. Yeah, right, yeah. Get a little bit of money you can put aside and, and chuck in some on a good company. So, um, yeah, try and ride the boom, man. Ride, ride the, the high. So... Um, this is the pre-chili show. We've got chili peppers tonight, and it was Eminem was in the country last week. They had to kind of make the decision to go to one or the other. Tough and decision, mate, though. Big decision, man. But only because chili peppers has always been a bucket list item for me, definitely. definitely. And Eminem was as well, but we, we did that. it. We did. We've done it. 2014. So, so that was pretty. Yeah. Oh, we so I'm the opposite. I've seen chilies before it began. Oh, have you? Yeah. Uh, just after California Cash come out. Oh, so like yeah. 2001. Something. Yeah, it would have been about that. Yeah. That would have yeah. been a prime yeah. time oh, to see amazing, them as well. Man. Yeah. Yep. We're getting on now. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I remember it was a hot day too, man. So it still wasn't. I think yeah, it was so early so uh, Oh, really? Like 36 degree day. Before yeah. it moved to showgrounds. Yeah. Before. It would have been like the last. Yeah. It was one of the last ones. Yeah. Amazing gig. Like, there's definitely a bucket list item there. That must have been the, the the year before I started going to the big day outs because I went to the last one at Bassendine and thinking about it now, which was supposed to be Limp Biscuit, and they oh, and yeah, they, they cancelled. Yeah, they yeah, pulled yeah. out because the girl died in Sydney in the mosh yeah, pit. Yeah, that was ninety nine. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. So I must have missed a year. Ch- Chili's might have been ninety nine actually. Now I think about it. Maybe it was, and then yeah. and then I went to the one the year after would have yep. been because once I started, I went to like. I was the same. Row, row, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I went yeah. for like nine in a row or something like that. The Rage Against Machine was the last one. Right? Oh, I missed that. I was working Did underground. You? Oh, yeah, the last man, one, was, man. that was big bucket. This no, the last oh. big day out was Pearl Jam and Major Lazer headlining. Oh, that, no, that's the last big day out in Perth. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I, I, must, it. I must have missed the last one. Yeah. Yeah. So they had broken up and got back together at that stage. Rage Against Machine, eh? They had, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they only got back together pretty much for that world tour. Two thousand and eight. Yeah, I was yeah, working yeah, underground. Yeah. I remember I was at. Yeah. We were at Windy Dude, I remember. Yeah, because yeah, I was still in Crown. Yeah, yeah, that they got back M-O-S. together. And oh, I was yeah. There, I was working like literally on night shift, feeling sorry yeah. for myself. I shed a little baby man tear. Eh? I was you like, missed him or you went? No, when they got back together. Like, oh yeah, 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 for the tour. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, how good was it? That they split up and Audio Slave happened. Oh like, man, yeah, so it's good, amazing. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's why I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't sad. So much that Rage broke up. Yeah, it was worth it because we got Audio Slave, yeah. exactly. And Rage yeah. had done so much already. Like, yeah. They pumped out, what, five or six albums or something? How many albums have they, they got? Rage. Rage. Six. Self titled, Evil Empire. Um, Battle of Los Angeles. Battle of Los Angeles, Renegades of yeah, Funk. Yeah, yeah. And there's another one in there, I think. I feel. Yeah, they've got a couple of live albums out as yeah, well. Yeah, right. So. It was definitely worth them breaking up to get to get um, Audio Slave. Yeah, yeah. That was Chris Cornell's course, best yeah. work, in my opinion. Yeah. Actually, it's a cranking um, Audio Slave um, this week. It's coming up on my Spotify playlist. Oh, so good, man. It just worked perfectly because yeah. it was the same, uh, like, the same rage sound, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then with a completely yeah, different rinse. take but on it. But he just took it in such rinse. a different direction. Completely though, right? different. Amazing direction, yeah. And it worked so well, man. Yeah, yeah that was that was sad. That was a hard one. Him, him. Yeah, man. Oh, it was like when Keith, um, 
Oh, oh Kitty. Kitty. From, from the, yeah, from the podium. Yeah, man. Just necked, just necked himself. Oh, like, oh, yesterday. Oh, is that so, what it was? was I knew. It? Cause it's they, yeah, because yeah, they... Um, I, read the, I read the media reports about it and they said that um, they someone asked to do a welfare check on him and, yeah, they found him dead in his home. Oh, 49 like, years old. Was, oh, 50th the big one, bro. Like, that would have been a hell party, man. Oh, another one. And they were still... You could have um, just held off. I've seen, I was like to see Prodigy twice, eh? Like, amazing. Yeah. See, I'm, they were at Big Day Out. Um, it might have been 2000 and... Three or something like that. Yeah, and I didn't watch him. I went and watched John Butler instead. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I hadn't seen John Butler before, and John Butler was playing the same time. Everyone went to uh, to uh, Prodigy, and I was like, "No, nah, I've got to see John Butler, man." Yeah, I was right. massive, like I still am a fan. Well, was that massive the day, into it? Yeah, they played at the same time, that's, so I went and watched yeah. uh, John Butler on my own, where everyone else went to Prodigy. And that was before I met you. This was oh. 2003 or something oh, like right. that. So we met in 2008. Oh, was that that same big outlet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably saw you there. Would have avoided you. Look at that weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just love those big days. Such a good day. Um, I remember yeah. this funny story. I, I it's had a mate a who's. Day, uh, but... I think it was Blink One Eight Two. That's right. He lost his shoe in Blink One Eight Two. And you know, any in your, in, when you're in a big crowd, he lost his shoe. Someone thought, oh, it's funny. The show throw that shoe, and you can see his shoe going from one end of the crowd to the other. Uh-huh. And so I think Grinspoon might have been the next stage. Um, you know, there's two stages together. Yeah. yeah the very next time slot. Found his shoe. <laughs> well, just, sitting <laughs> just there. randomly in the crowd. Like he was, he was standing that in the done. crowd. Was like, oh, that's my shoe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Put it back on. Put it back on. Yeah. <laughs> Drive on. That's nearly as, as um, slim odds as finding your phone in a taxi in Las Vegas. Yeah. What? Yeah. This dude here. <laughs> so we were in Vegas for my, my 30th. Um, I've got, got Emma to thank for that, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We met a, I won't say why, but we met, a, we, we made friends with a limo driver over there. He was a good dude. And, um, we were scoring cocaine. Oh, you're a knob. And then we were catching a taxi to do something else, and Eli lost his phone on the, on the back seat or something. We assumed, that's where we assumed he'd lost it. And then we were like, oh, no, he's lost his phone. It's gone. It's in some random taxi somewhere. And it's in a taxi. Yeah, in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, never yeah. see it again. And was like, nah, I'll call Wandu, the limo driver, and see if he knows any taxi drivers there and if he can get hold of any of them because he didn't even know what company it was or anything I don't know oh, so it wasn't what even like the same company that this no, was no he's a limo driver this is a taxi <laughs> she calls one do and then like, we're like this one is do. ridiculous what are you doing I'm like this, uh, anyway let her, let her go and then she gets off the phone she's like oh one do uh, said he's going to call around okay. there's sorcery involved or some sort of magic he like, calls us back crazy. in 20 minutes he goes oh yeah. my friend's bringing your phone to me um, we'll drop it off at the hotel in half an hour I'm no like, what? shit yeah. no one loses their phone in Vegas and, and, and sees it, it again yeah <laughs> one do was a legend he had all sorts of skills yeah he? he did he, <laughs> like a, he would have seen some shit man oh yeah yeah yeah, it was a good, it was a good dude. It was a good trip that one. Yeah. Um, so. Vegas. Hey. Vegas. Yeah. No, that, was, that was good. So saw saw Eminem. Yeah, in two thousand fourteen. That was a in, it in was. Melbourne. And it was that was good disa- to. Bit disappointing the, the 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 sound and the gig, but you but, thought you, really? Yeah. I thought it was pretty good, man. Isn't? Do you remember that there was that echo in the? Oh do. Eminem was at Optus Stadium just yeah. recently, because I heard reports of the same similar I heard shoe two, sound, though. See, I heard two different stories. We I think that at, if you're uh, up in the bleachers... MB, 
Melbourne. Where, 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 no, where, 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 you know, the stage and, and then try and relay it up to the speed. You get those the too, though. If you're way out the back there, you get that. And in, to... in a stadium like that where it's tiered like this, you get that echo effect and shit, you know. Yeah. So that's, we were up in the bleachers at M for Eminem. But once everyone just started singing along to yeah, all we, the we, we, songs, he didn't even really know oh, it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, singing all the lyrics and shit. And he does like medleys of all his songs. So oh, yeah. he can play like he three or four songs a... in one hit and just oh. go do a verse, a chorus, and then do a verse and a chorus of a different song. Yep. Bang, bang, bang. So he'll pump through all his, like, you know, basically everything I wanted to hear. Definitely everything and then some as well. And plus he brought all his crew. Royce to 5'9. Kendrick Lamar. Open for him. J. Cole. Everyone was um, just coming out on stage. Action yeah. Bronson, 360. Mm. Opened. <laughs> we didn't watch 360. Oh, yeah. No, nah, didn't get there for that. But um, apparently it was pretty good this time around. The Hoods obviously opened for him. Yeah, yeah. it would be good to see Hoods. Though. Yeah, yeah. They just dropped that new album, which yep. is meh. Have you guys heard it? Yeah, I've heard a few of the a few of the tracks off it. What do you reckon? Oh, some of them are. I like the earlier stuff more though. Well, the last album is one of my favourites, but this one just didn't quite hasn't quite hit it for me. Have you heard it? I've heard a few of the tracks, but. I dropped off after Hard Road Band, so yeah. Well, Hard well, Road was definitely good, man, but I, st I still reckon the last one, Walking Under Stars, because was, was I didn't drop off album. because yeah, I stopped me. liking them, man. I just had to drop off because I was just too, too hilltops. Yeah. So you know, I needed to just branch mix out and to mix it up a bit, man. So yeah, they're still totally up there with my favourite band, but I don't follow them as much as I used to. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. They're that's definitely fair. definitely kings of, of Aussie hip hop though. Changed oh, oh, changed sure. the entire yeah. sound Jeez. of the genre, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, there was them and, and Bliss and Esso just always been just tailgating them really. Like not as in copying them, but they just if if the hoods set the precedent and move move the needle, Bliss and Esso are only just behind yeah. them with that sort of same influence and their own sound, you know. They definitely started something back in the day. Like the hip hop and stuff like that, Australian rap is so broad now. Yeah. But you go back 10, 15 years and it's, it's very, it's only a smaller genre. It, it was that I mean? hard road album, yeah. man. So everyone, a lot of people. Even the calling, bro. But I was about to say, a lot of people loved the, the calling and you know, there's some good tracks on there, but it didn't change the sound. The hip hop, the hip hop sound. It was very albums. much in the vein of what was what was happening in Aussie hip hop at the time. They just did it better. And then it was the hard road where they really, like, big sound. Through, hey? Well, yeah, all those samples that DJ Debris would put in. So you got other sort of international artists and that starting to work with them as well, or even local Australian artists working with them. I think like yeah. C's um, done a couple done of courses with them, yeah. things like that. And Yeah, and getting getting big choruses and big sound throughout their whole, like, the whole song. Aussie hip hop was just like a beat before with a dude sort of rapping very simply over the top of it. You know, simple rhymes, like just four bar rhymes and shit like that. And Hood's really changed the whole way that, that Aussie hip hop was put together. And it's the same thing, man. It's never been like, it's not the same as American hip hop. It's not hood, it's not sort of straight. Oh, no, it's, yeah, it's 2003, the calling came out. 2003, yeah, and then 2005 was um, uh, The Hard Road, because they won the Triple J um, album of the year that year. Just to give the That's really strong. That's really strong. That's really strong. Yeah. The Hard Road is. Do you like, I'm pretty sure it was 05 they won the. Um, it says 06 right there. Mm, it does say 06. Let's have a look. But, yeah. 
Eli's breaking his cardinal, cardinal, <laughs> yeah, cardinal rule and being on phones during podcasts. Research, research, fact checker. All right, because you were just totally right. in the wrong year. Mine just rang in my pocket too. So yeah. I don't know who that was. I'm ignoring it. Yeah, mine just rang too. <laughs> all the phones <laughs> are going off, man. God, we all need to. So you're, you're the only one that sent Chili Peppers out of us, and but they've come out. They've had some good albums since then. Um, by the way, it was good. The next yeah, album, yeah, we'll, yeah, we like talk about this. The, the we've we've had a pre-podcast discussion. Yeah. Pre-pod, yeah. We didn't realise that we weren't allowed to talk about nothing until we pressed yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been like not talking yeah. to the, the fellas since they got here like an hour ago because I didn't want to use all my podcast material. So random. Shane, like, what's after Californication? What's your next? Your uh, one hot minute sort of is that right? No, no, I'd, I'd like one hot minute. Um, I love Dave Navarro, um, but yeah. By the way. Californication's probably my favourite album. Definitely, yeah, for me. Sure and then I'm, yep. then I'm By The Way next. Yeah. And then I'm a bit sort of, maybe one hot minute back. I'll go back, drop back a few years. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. Californication, then By The Way. And then I'm a, bit like, I'm a bit like you as well. I mix it up after that. Yeah. I'm more just like songs off different albums after that. Blood Sugar, that? Probably Blood, Sex, Sugar, Magic. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that album. Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty damn good. Because yeah, that was the first one with John Fusciante, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. 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 And yes. then he just he dropped off and disappeared well, for a while. Yeah, he did, yeah for one hot minute. Um, and then he joined again. But Eli's just told me that he's not, he's not playing with the new album. I nah. didn't know that until... No, nah, he didn't play. So he didn't even album. play with... So they bought out an album in 2011 and he wasn't on that. Yeah. So he's been gone since... Like, they did those two... That double album in between... After, by the way, they did that... Um, That's the guy. He oh, looks like John. Yeah. looks a little bit yeah, like John, yeah, okay. but it's yeah. not John. And he Some plays exactly like John. His style yeah, is... Right. Bang on, but dope. not not the same. Not the creative mastermind that oh, John is. Just so, yeah. He took yeah. them to the next level, man. Hey, so he, yeah, so this guy can imitate John. Yeah, 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 yeah. perfectly. But he's not John. But he's not John. He's yeah. not John. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Well, but, he re- really did take the band to the next level, man. But that's why I was impressed with that um, 2011 album. I can't remember what the name of it is off the top of my head. I, I'm. I'm here or I'm with you or something like that. It's called Fact Checker here. Can yeah, have a look for us. But that was a good album and it's got some pretty, really good out there different kind of riffs. It's, again, it's not John Fusciani, but it is definitely in that same vein. Yeah. You know, yeah. Really sort of experimental, kind of weird, funky type riffs and shit. But he was just so good, man. Oh, so man. deep, the depth he brought to the band, eh? Hey? There's something on the way in the. Um I remember watching a YouTube uh, video of, of John I'm with you. sort of breaking down how he how he does um, under the bridge. Yeah, the way, like that that style. Yeah, 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 yeah. like he got that inspiration from Jimi Hendrix playing Little Wing. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, just the way that um, he finger picks picks and, it. Yeah, yeah, just there's no sound like it. Eh? Yeah. And those little it's those little pauses in it, like ding 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 ding. Like just leaves you hanging there for a, for a note, and then and just those little fills as well that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. you think like, how's that even possible to play that? Oh, and how, how do you think of that? So too, I man? think we're trying to say that each member in the band complements the other. Exactly, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like because yeah. I wouldn't work with that play or Anthony or yeah. even Chad. You know? So you were saying before with those then the holes that, but then Chad's doing those big swing moves on his drum oh, kit, bro. Holding off, holding off. Such about. a sick drummer, man. Yeah, he's slightly he's off time with his drumming. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's brilliant, brilliant drummer, man. Well, him and, and Travis Bar- Travis Bark is one of my oh, favorites, yeah. also. Yeah, he took Blink One Eight Two to the next level, but. Um, I, was, I did a podcast about Chili Peppers, one of my early ones, and I was sort of saying in that it's the perfect unison of all the right members. People, yeah. yeah, when they wrote Not California Cajun. Yeah, yeah, so they were a really good band without John Frusciante, 
but they were they became legendary status like when they got him and that was that magic you know that became magic then not just a good yeah. band it was magic it was something special wasn't it yeah. and you can and you, you know it is because you just listen to it and you, yeah. so how, how old are you Shane a couple of years older than me I'm 37 37 one year older than me so I was graduating year 12 when Californication came out Yep. so that was why for me like obviously it's a great album as well but it's like those memories are tied to that, yeah, that album yeah I can relate man. you just you got, you're graduating and it was like you know that, that party scene and you got that tight group of mates and you got not a care in the world because yeah, you're just yeah. finishing school and that kind of shit and that's like yeah, my, my yeah, memories are tied 11, to that 12. album yeah, yeah you would have been in year 11 you were younger yeah. right yeah, yeah, yeah I've been working for I left school early uh, so it was back when you used to buy CDs and shit, like yeah, Californication yeah. was on a CD. Yeah. I think I must have bought that. I think I must have bought Californication maybe oh, easily ten times. Oh, it's same. Like, like it's scratched out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost yeah. shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe we borrow it and you'd never see it again. That then we'd go around like your mate's house and they're sitting there listening to music and there's literally like the lounge room floor is full of CDs yeah, just yep. spread out and you're like searching through yeah. them and shit, man. Like that shit's gone, oh, eh? One of my mates, he's so OCD that like he used to categorise and put his um, CDs into alphabetical order. Oh, man. Oh. We, we, we used to live in With the little covers. Younger, like, so so our bands could have its albums in different spots. Yeah, yeah. Or, if it's not or we go by the band name. No, no, band it's, just, name, it's album alphabetical name. order. Oh. Yeah. And we, we used to go and uh, mess with him all the time, and when he wasn't looking, we'd go and rearrange everything. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, too, man. He walks straight in and he goes, who's fucking my CD? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm um, really... Well, I'm thinking I'm doing what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a, a record player. Like my old boy's got one he said I can have. I'm going to get a record player at home and, and start do. up a vinyl collection. Man. So I've been thinking the same thing. Yeah. Lately, I man. want my kids to be around it. Yeah, I want yeah. that thing of grabbing the vinyl and flipping it around and putting it on and chucking that the needle on. That little scratchiness when yeah. the needle goes down. Yeah, and you man. stand there and you hold the cover and you're looking at the artwork. And that, you know what? That's, that's what I was yeah. just, man. Even with the CDs, like pulling that, that insert out. Even with CDs, you've still got the same feel. The vinyl, like, I don't know, you probably grew up with your parents. They had vinyl play today not a lot man but um, they were more of the CDs but the, we, we had the vinyl my mum and dad had the vinyl player a record player growing up and some, you know they only had probably 20 vinyls or something like that oh, Beatles yeah. and uh, Neil Diamond and oh, um, yeah like some old uh, Roy Orbison and stuff like that but we used to me and my sister would sit there and listen to it and go through their collection and you know hear the oldies man oh, and, cool. and it was just a good so it's, a, it's a good vibe and there's something that connects you to the music a little bit more when you can hold it like that what are you doing I find that it Wears off quickly. I've got two record players, yeah, and a vinyl collection that I'm like stacking up. Over yeah, the, I've been doing it over the last couple of years. How many, reckon, how many albums do you reckon you got? Um, so, um, okay, well, obviously, no, the listeners won't see this as a visual thing. I've probably got a couple of stacks like that. He's holding his hands about four hundred mil apart. Two, two stacks. Bars. So you don't have them in crates, milk crates. No, I don't have them in milk crates. Oh, that's where you're missing out, crates, mate. Bro. No wonder you're not feeling it. The vinyl fits perfectly in a milk crate, and then you have them, and then that's where you sort through them, flick through the top. Yeah, but you, oh, need, right. you need to go to, like, um, fine antiques and stuff to get a milk crate these days. Nah, yeah. I've, got, I've got milk crates. Yeah. yeah, you see on job sites and shit. You guys don't work. You guys yeah. work underground. Now, you I still don't plenty of them at work, but... Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to that anymore. It's going to be safe steps. Yeah, but no, I got milk crates. That's that's the that's the perfect thing for vinyl. You're just chatting me with that phone, bro. Oh, you really um, are. Yeah, you really well, are. Well, <laughs> what I was going to do was, so I just bought um, a vinyl last couple of days ago, and it just got delivered. 
Oh, you buy them online? Yeah, I buy them all the time. Just see them, just buy them. You don't yeah. go like second-hand crate? Um, like, yeah. So 7 just closed down, eh? 7 just shut, just shut down, just bro. Shut down. 40 years. Yeah. yeah. That's sad, eh? It's sad, bro. That, but realistically, they're probably just not getting that support, eh? Because yeah. everything's digital these days. There's a big store in like on the main street in Perth and shit like that. Like rent must rent. have been a fortune. Yeah, man. Exercise like, for your ears. That was a 7 8 Records motto. With this, oh, that makes me sad, man. Yeah. Look at right. that. We used, to, that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. used to play live gigs up there back yeah. in the 90s as well, man. On Eskimo Joe. We saw, okay. we met Red Jezebel and Eskimo Joe there. They were just hanging out one day. Yeah. Just up on the top. You remember that little stage up yeah. the top yeah. there? Yeah. Right? Yeah. They used to play yeah. like Wednesday night gigs and shit like yeah. that. Just little ones. It was totally. never like a big, big event. It was just, yeah. They'd just have a band come in and just play, you know, sort of like jamming. So I'll tell you a story, my 78 records story. I think I was. When I caught the bus when I was a young fella to 78 Records and I put a Grinspoon EP on lay-by because mm. <laughs> I was only like in early high school getting pocket money and shit so yeah, I had to like pay this old... The Grin has put, this. put vinyl out. No, no, it was just like an old, it was a very rare CD. Like, it was oh, really, right. yeah. yeah. I can't quite remember. Anyway, that's beside the point. So I'm there... Um, haggling for me fucking because you know how you can sort of do a bit of a haggle in, in 78s yeah, you know like yeah, yeah. oh yeah oh, this many records for this yeah. or, oh I've got was a free CD yeah, yeah yeah I was doing a bit of that and I could hear something going on upstairs so I thought oh a bit of live music so I've, I've gone up the stairs and lo and behold there's Johnny Butler sitting there with his 11 string Whoa. just picking on away a, on a milk crate picking away with about Five or six people just standing oh, there. Back when it was busking. Yeah. And um, oh. his, his skatey was there. He had his skateboard there as well, bro. So he's obviously just skated in. Yeah. So like, 78s just to just have he was, a, he was a jam. Just, he was known yeah. around the area then, but he wasn't, wasn't like John doing Butler. a gig. He was just at 78s and just was having a bit of a jam. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was all, yeah. So he was just a known entity around, mm. like, street sort of busking scenes and shit, eh? That's mad. Yeah, I remember, yeah, because I stayed there for like an hour and watched him and then was late home and got in trouble by my mum because I was just late. Yeah, yeah. But you had to stay. <laughs> and she did, didn't understand. I was like, mum, there was this hell dude playing guitar. It was sick. That's so cool. That was like those days in the city back when I was a kid. Were, that. were good, man. We used to... Because it was a long way for us. We live up in, up in Queens, man. That's like 40 k's from here or something. We'd have to catch a bus to the train station and settle yeah, up the train. No train, no, 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 train, train, train to Perth. And then we'd have our skaties and we'd skate around, smoke weed. We'd go to joint venture. Buy bongs and papers and shit like that, yeah. and then smoke some weed somewhere like, where the goths hang out, and then like go up to you know, the goths all used to hang out at parks and shit, yeah, the place. yeah, yeah. And, then, and then bounce to like 78 records, go flick through some vinyls, and like, you know, just look at shirts and stuff like that. It was cool back in the old days, man. Then you get chased by some dudes who are trying to bash you or steal your stuff. That was always part of it. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking yeah. grommies in the city, yeah. Yeah. And then train it all the way back. It'd take you like an hour, over an hour to get to the city yeah. from, you know, train and bus and shit like that. Probably an hour and a half yeah, with yeah. waiting for buses and oh, stuff like that. At least. Yeah. That was the good old days, man. So that's sad. That's, that's shut down. Because um, I, th- I heard that record sales were doing really well in the last few years. Well, I guess it's probably a lot more online. People ordering. Yeah, yeah I think there's a certain market. Like yeah, like I said, man, I thought it would be all awesome. I bought this record player and I used it a couple of times, and I sort of I don't know. Yeah. Digital is very convenient. Like, it is very convenient, but it's cool that it's there, man. And I think for mm. me, like with the kids, it'll be like a, uh, something to do. 
Like, yeah, you know, sitting around the house yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, what do you want to do? Let's, you know, because I put YouTube music on from on the TV or on the Apple TV all the time. They sit there and watch it. You know, it's like oh, as they get a little bit older, and chuck, you know, they can learn how to put the you know, tracks yeah, on. Yeah. Like, well, that's like me and my sister used to do. We'd sit there on the floor for an hour flicking through through vinyls and putting you know, songs yeah. on and shit like that. I remember. You got to get the right speed because there's uh, for different, different size different records. Size and yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. We only had the big ones. Put the thing uh, there. They're seventy eight, say. Oh, 78s. Are they? 78s is the big one. And, and like 34, 32. Yeah, 32 sounds right. Obviously, there'd, some, the there'd be some vinyl aficionado who will hear this and be like, you fucking idiot. Screaming at you yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I but, just liked doing the old uh, mixtape as a kid. How good like, was that? Recording off the radio and all that. Yeah, and you'd have yeah to man. You'd, yeah. yeah, fully have to edit that. And stuff. you'd have wait the, for the, hours yeah. for Green Day time of your life. Oh, you to could come do on. it. Yeah. But you could maybe you had the dual cassette player so you could dub from one to That's the other. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you'd make mixtapes and give them to your or mates. Or even CD to tape as well. CD to tape, yeah, yep. Yeah. And you'd give them to your mates and shit like that. Yep. And they'd work for so long before the, the, the ribbon started coming out. And you'd be with the pencil, like, the redoing it back up and shit. So, what was your first album you ever bought? Do you remember? I think the first album that I ever bought was uh, Michael Jackson Dangerous. Would have been a tape on, on t- uh, cassette? No. CD? Actually, this is, my first tape was a little bit embarrassing. It was Hank Marvin. Um, Who? Uh, uh, no, sorry, Hank, uh, Hank Williams. Hank Williams? He was a like, country. I don't listen to oh, country, country. Oh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just like uh, one of his songs or something? Yeah. Oh, it was just one of those songs I had on the radio and I, and I really enjoyed it. But um, yeah, no, the, the next one after that was oh, no. um, Metallica, the Black Album. Cassette? Cassette, yeah. What yeah. about you? Mine was Living End Self Titled. Cassette? Or was that a CD? Album. So a CD. CD, CD. 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 Yeah. Did you have, have, have a cassette when yes. you were younger? So that was my first album, so cassettes. Well, well they're albums. Cassette. Just, just an oh, album yeah, true. Yeah. Okay, so my cassette, maybe. I think someone from school dubbed me a body jar. It was a body jar, no touch red cassette. Oh, and that was my first like musical property that I owned. Like, do you my, know what I mean? My if first, we're going to go all the way back to like that first, yeah. My first one that I owned like, was 10. a was, was a dubbed 10. tape as well. Some my mate gave me two. He gave me um, Nirvana one side and had Nevermind on it, and the other had In Utero on the other side. And then and then um, the other cassette. These both cassettes. The other cassette was um, Offspring Smash. Yeah, and I yeah. listened I to that, that into the ground, yeah. man. Yeah. And I used to have to yeah. listen to it quietly because yeah. the swear words and shit. Yeah. So I'd be in there in my room. I didn't have headphones yeah. or anything like with the actual tape deck, like next to my pillow, and listening to them quietly and shit like that. So the parents would hear all the swearing and stuff. I love that. It's one of my all-time favorite albums. Top five album for me. It's my rotation. That album has so, so many good memories. That Smash album. So we used to have a, start to finish. Just let yeah, it play. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you got to wait for that little secret bit at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. After the interlude and this, yeah. yeah. We used to have like, um, like a video game center and a pool hall. That we used to have. We used to hang around when we were kids, and we used to be able to put. They had a big CD collection. You could go put your own CD That's on cool. or whatever. And when they knew whenever it come to like any swear words or whatever, <laughs> they'd be there with the volume ready like, right down. Yeah, they, did, they <laughs> knew that album inside out. As well. <laughs> we used to smash it all the time. Someone got um. Uh, What's the song off the Smash album? Uh, the, with the, you know, you stupid dumb shit, goddamn motherfucker. What's that song called? Um, I'm, Everybody knows oh, the song. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a little bit honest okay. here, and but, I wasn't a Smash guy. Oh, that album. Someone got that uh, album. Dave knows this. He, 
Yeah, so well, hang on, I, let me finish their thoughts. Some, someone got that album on the um, the jukebox at mine, which was private school, and oh, okay. the the ball, and someone got that out. It was on it was on the jukebox, and the teachers had no idea, and someone put it on. And remember, all us kids like we were seventeen or sixteen or something listening to it, and we're like, yeah, it's coming. Teachers got no idea, and yeah. like that part of the song comes, and every oh, kid in there is like, play, come, come out and play, play. yeah. yeah and every it. kid on there's like, you stupid dumb shit, goddamn motherfucker. And the teachers are all like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too late. Too yeah, late. we got you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Little small acts of rebellion, eh? So good. So that was my first album I ever owned. My first one I purchased from the shop was uh, actually Mick, my brother, got it for me for Christmas. Was um, Silverchair Frogstone. Oh, yeah. And the cover and oh, yeah, folds out, it yeah. folds out. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah it's good, man. I would have been yeah. 15 or 14 or something like that. Yeah. Did you, have, did you buy a single before you bought an album? He bought me that. That was it. You mean like, I've never singles. Oh, yeah, singles. Yeah, yeah. Only, very rarely, man. Yeah. Um, only because they had bonus tracks on them that you wouldn't get on the album. Well, I think I bought singles yeah, before yeah. an album yeah. because they were obviously cheaper. They were only $10, remember? Yeah, yeah. Right. You could $9.30. Yeah. I think they were yeah. nine ninety five. dollars you could so, afford it. So before I bought that Living End album, I think I bought two singles. One was Green Day, Time of Your Life. Yep. And one was Zorba's Dance. Zorba's Dance. Yeah. Do you remember Zorba's Dance? I know oh. the na- I know it that was, name, but I don't know the, what it is. Um, okay, so it was when the animated shit come out, and it was those. It was these little dudes like, um, you know, the frog guy. Oh, oh, that little oh, Russian. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's like a little Russian guy. Yeah, yeah. Zorba's Dance is um. <laughs> no singing. No, it's just like yeah, a little no, tune. Yeah, uh, it's animated dudes. It was like an animated. <laughs> and you were yeah. all about that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It was just like the um, pop. It was popular at that exact yeah. time, and yeah. I didn't know. I was like, it was viral before like, viral was a thing. To be cool, I need to buy some CDs. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, well, I remember asking my like, yeah. mate, like, what one should I buy? Because like, don't really know anything about Zorba's dance. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. in the zeitgeist. So this is on TV. I think it was two, two for fifteen bucks. That's probably why I got the Zorba's dance. Oh, so okay. I got yeah, the, yeah, so I, wanted, I went there to get Green Day Time of Your Life, yep. and then I had to pick something else, and I didn't really know much else other than Green Day and Green uh, End and all that. Green Day was my first CD, uh, Nimrod. Yeah, that was Nimrod. Good one too, was yeah. it Nimrod? It might have been Nimrod, and then I had Dookie after. Man, they were so good, and you reminded me before of um, Secret Songs. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you'd wait Secret for like five songs. minutes sometimes after the last yeah. song, eh? Um, What's your favourite Secret Song? Just trying to think that oh, I remember yeah. specifically. Um, mine's easy. It's. Uh, I think it was on a Green Day album. I think it was on the end of Dookie. There's a secret song. I'm all by myself. Yeah. And no I was looking. looking. I was all by and myself. I went to your room. It's a song about wanking. And I was all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good no one. Mine's um, the Grinspoon, Guide to Better Living secret song, which is. Uh, Green metal party, So if you buy, oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. professional business. If you buy that album now, it's just digital. Is it just a, the last song? No, there? you get the because it's pause. Yeah, it's it's in the same track. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, so, so, so you can't skip song, to it. No, the song's uh, like two-minute song, yeah, but it's a five-minute track. Song. Yeah, yeah, that's or a ten-minute track. But that's the whole year, right? As soon as you put that last track on, you're saying that the song was like ten minutes it long. Was CD, it was a CD. Yeah. It was a CD, not on, yeah. on cassette. You, you had oh, to, on a cassette you did. Yeah, know, you had yeah, to yeah, remember yeah. What, like, having some cassettes <laughs> and you're like waiting for them and then it clicks off. You're like, ah, no secret song. Yeah, Oh, man, you miss a lot of that shit with, sorry, with digital... Digital streaming and that, even though it's so convenient, 
It is. It's good to discover new artists, I think, like with the Spotify's and all that. Spotify's sort of, good. Yeah, yeah. Eli's not on board with it. Nah, you're a bit of an Apple Music fan, aren't you? Yeah, so I just get the same thing through but, Apple, through iTunes and you just get through Spotify. Do you smash up their, do you hit up their pre-made playlists and, and find new music through that? Or no, you because really just... my medium for new music is through Triple J. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't... It doesn't cut it any these days, but hey, it's just, they're... They're, they're catered to a younger demographic, I find, personally. They're catered to a younger demographic, man. Like, it's not... They're not up with everything anymore. Like, yeah, I think if you're um, a matured listener and you know what to listen for, you just shuffle the bullshit from the... Do you know yeah, I mean? the wheat from the chaff, but I just yeah. think they miss a lot of... They miss a lot of shit that's... Um, they, they don't want to touch certain artists and certain kinds of music because of their left-wing sort of approach and, and sort of... Uh, uh, ideology that they have. There's I'll certain artists that want It's enough. Well, the addition out is enough for me, yeah. Yeah, not so much these days. I'm the same, man. I find them a little bit. Yeah. That's what I'm more into podcasts now. If I'm going to listen to sort of like a radio type thing, it'd be, it'd be podcasts or just listen to my playlist. Yep, um, I smash the podcasts at work, yeah. man. Just flat out. I listen to radio. If I'm just on site with the radio, but if I'm on my own, I'll put headphones in and listen to podcasts yeah, or, or, or audio books throughout work. Yeah, I'm big on audio books as well. Audio books are good. What are you reading at the moment? What are you? Well, I just just finished listening to David Goggins. Uh, oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, really yeah. Would Can't kill me. Yeah, you can't hurt me. Can't hurt me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The. He, he kind of does like a bit of a podcast in between chapters and they discuss it. It's, it's a shame that he doesn't actually read the story. He gets this other guy, Adam, I forget his last name. Um, but then David Goggins comes Does like in. a narration in it. Yeah, like he narrates it. Yeah. This other guy. What's the general theme? What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, he's, we, an ex- Mar- he's an ex-Marine who... So fiction? No. No, no. no it's his life story. Okay. It's, it's like autobiography type of book. Intense, nah, sort of just no, an intense okay. guy. From a, from a really rough childhood... Um, Went through Navy SEALs, Navy Rangers, all that kind of stuff. Um, and does like ultra marathons and, and whatnot, like 24 hour races. Is he a famous person or something? Uh, no, he's, not really. It's, I mean, it's sort of from Joe Rogan experience and that. Like, That's he's, what he's, I yeah, 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 he's a personality. Yeah. He's like a, it's kind of like a self help book, but it's more just about per, like how to push yourself to your, through your limits. Through your limits. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, he's just like yeah, a real yeah. hard prick. That does, that yeah. does, he's a little too intense for me. I actually normally really get into that sort of stuff. I'm like, I, I like, um, uh, Jocko Willink and yeah, I, 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 he, he, he's cool. Well, yeah. and, but for me, Goggins, even though there's definitely a lot of value in, in the, the way he looks at things, he just doesn't seem like he's having much fun. Yeah, I can see how you put people off. He doesn't uh, have. A bit. Yeah. He seems like uh, when do you when do you relax and have fun, dude? Magnus, please, in a pint with ice. Eli's doing the bar run. Good man. Yeah, he's, he seems a little. I'm like, where's the fun in your life, dude? You got to yeah, have yeah. that balance. He is very hardcore. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting towards... Uh, have you listened to the book at all? No, I haven't listened oh, to the book. Okay. I've, yeah. I've listened to both his podcasts. I've got the book on audio yeah. books. Oh, okay. I haven't got around to it yet. So I will listen to it. Yeah, I think it's a good 15 hours, 15, 16 hours worth yeah. uh, of listening. But um, I used to just put it on when I was doing my morning cardio. Um, yeah. Yeah, just yeah, it would be definitely good to push yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a bit inspiring. And yeah, I would recommend listening to it. Um, yeah. Actually, it's a lot of good stuff to get from Joe Rogan. Um, oh, definitely. To his podcast a fair bit. He's the best, but um, with Goggins, I figured there'd be definitely something to take away from it. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, even though I'm not down with his entire theory on how he lives his life, like for me, like I said, it's a bit too intense. But there's yeah. definitely nuggets you can go. with. That's a really good mindset. That's a good way to push through yeah, something. You know, yeah. like you can definitely get there's inspiration definitely from good it. Messaging through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, I think I'm just just in the middle of doing the uh, what's it called.
all the name of it, Jonathan Haidt. He was just on the Joe Rogan Experience a couple of weeks oh, ago, okay, psychologist, yeah. something something about happiness. Yeah, right, eh? I'm, I'm a bit behind uh, on Joe Rogan. Yeah, it's just, uh, just a, a book about um, psychology of human happiness and, and little things you can do oh, in your yeah, life to, yeah, yeah. You know, to, to increase happiness and things like, you know, obviously he goes into the whole thing about social media and how that can directly tied to a lot of people's anxiety and, and um, depression and things like that, especially at teenagers and all that kind yeah, of thing, yeah. you know, with all this, you know, the, 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 I really yeah. feel for, for the younger generation these days with all the social media, because, like, you know, when we were young blokes, we'd go out and have you know, parties and drinking or whatever, and um, you can do something silly, yeah, someone may get a photo of it, you know, if they actually took a camera there yeah. and then got the photos developed. But then they still have to have that photo with them and show, people. And show people. Yeah. But now people just snap it on your phone. Next thing you know, it's up on video of you. Yeah, that's right. And and they just there's no escape from them anymore. Like, and bullying. Bull- like imagine yeah. being bullied and then going home and and you're getting bullied while you're at home you as can't, well. You can't turn it off. And we know that people are way nastier online than they are in real life. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Kids would be like yeah. telling other kids to kill themselves and stuff yeah. like that. You're, you hear about that all the time. They can't get away it was from like that, it. Um, that girl that convinced her boyfriend to. <coughs> to kill himself uh, not long ago it was in the media oh really yeah in yeah. Australia yeah in Australia yeah. oh she convinced her boyfriend yeah text him and that. He, he was all on the edge and um, she pushed him over just like mentally you know? like, just like like, what was her deal she just I, was no idea. riding him yeah like, she's just telling him he's a piece of there, shit right? sort of thing yeah, yeah. well uh. like he's on um, like oh I think about killing myself whatever and she goes oh yeah well, that, that'd be a good idea kind of thing I, I could get I could have some paraphrasing yeah, yeah. yeah. But, oh man yeah, you hear about some horrible things, kids killing themselves and stuff, and a lot, you know, a lot of it came from social media. And like you said, man, we didn't have that when we were kids. If you did get, you know, if you had some trouble with kids at school or whatever, it was over when when you went home and you yeah, hang out with your friends, and you know, you yeah. don't have to worry about it till until tomorrow. Kids get sick and don't even want to go to school because they're the anxiety and the, the bullying that's been there all be night. Anxiety. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it comes down to again, like how, how much time do you want your kids spending on on Facebook and things like that? Yeah. You know, like. Well, I know um, we've got a, got a rule at our place um, with my two kids. Um, we only give them, limit them to like an hour a day. Yeah. Uh, and we try and sort of carefully watch what they're what they're doing online. Because um, I do find sometimes they were going onto YouTube and like you know you can go down the YouTube rabbit hole and, and you click on one video and that leads you to other videos. But do you have YouTube kids? We do, yeah, and that's that's what I put that's put, put my yeah, son on. Because I didn't realise that that was the thing. I think my brother told me about it because it was the same thing was happening. Like Shady would start watching a video, and then I'd come back in the room ten minutes later. I'm like, "What the heck's this man? Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. some weird stuff." And well, then my brother told me, "Yeah, you need to get onto YouTube, kids, man." I was like, "Oh, okay, I didn't know that was a." I don't thing. know. I didn't know like um, kids love watching people unwrap presents. Oh, at Ryan's uh, toys. That, so you know, like, he made like um, 18 million last year. <laughs> That not surprising Ryan's toys he's, he's like one of the biggest internet um, um, money makers there for 2018 that's just crazy it's eh? phenomenal eh? Like, I just, can't see what's it doesn't seem very good but they glued to it mate yeah. I, was, oh, but I, I had to sort of um, stop the kids from doing it because yeah. it was just creepy man like, yeah I didn't like it either it's got a and then he, he, my boy would get off after watching that stuff for 20, and, and get Real cranky and, and like in a oh, bad mood. My kids sent in the real little yeah. jerks, man, that they've been on that iPad for too long. Yeah. Like, and that's why we had to cut it down to an hour a day. Um, and on the weekends, they may get two hours yeah. Yeah, yeah. just to relax yeah, at home a little bit more. Yeah. I think Shady's probably on about a, a maximum of about an hour at the moment as well. And he yeah. just does it in the mornings because he's an early riser. Yeah, yeah. So now if he wakes up at 4.30 or 5 and no one's up yet, he'll, he'll just grab his iPad and... and oh, I don't even wrong, it's convenient. It's convenient yeah. to... But it doesn't have it during the day, which is, you know... What happened to getting up and sneaking out and watching Ray J? 
yeah. I'd be stoked yeah, if I came out and he was watching Rage. Yeah, so I'd be proud, lad. Yeah, but he just grabbed his iPad. But it's good he's leaving. He leaves us alone while he's on there. So and Heidi's not here at that age yet. She doesn't really care about. That, that was the worst when you're like four, five, six, and you'd have to like get up early and then nothing to, on, nothing on except Rage. <laughs> oh, and yeah, then yeah, you'd yeah. have to wait for Rage to finish before the cartoons come on. Uh, Remember yeah, that yeah, blank yeah. screen with the different colours? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All those. Was like the test, the test piece or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On ABC <laughs> yeah, had that. Yeah. A. It was like a bunch of different colours in the ABC sign. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you used to turn your TV on with yeah, the pull plug yeah. and you just go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, the old CRT televisions and that yeah. Analog, right Back before remotes Analog, yeah You, yeah, remote. you have to go and click the TV yeah. Remote, yeah. remote was a broomstick Yeah, or the kids channel, channel changer, yeah. yeah Back in the day Now everyone's just got the oh, yeah The best remote things. back in the day was a pool cue and you, you get a little footstool and you put your feet up and you put the pool cue between your toes and it'll extend out through and to the <laughs> Give VCR. Give you a direction, the size. Yeah, yeah, so you can change your channel. Sounds, sounds like you've got a bit of practice. Yeah. 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 Got well, I was only little, but Dad could do it. But, yeah. You saw it, you saw it being executed. It, uh, yeah. That was, that was um, high technology back in those days, wasn't it? That was sort of, yeah. 44 minutes. What do you want to do? Do you just want to go for another 15 minutes on this or do you want to um, wrap it up and just get into some... Well, I don't know about the listeners here, but I've been listening to 44 minutes and 43 seconds of this horrible radio station that they're playing in this fucking pub and I can't handle it. Alright, so we're going to wrap it up and go somewhere else, is that what you're saying? I reckon. Alright. Or we're just asking to change the station. Alright, yeah, well, (laughs) well, I reckon we've we've covered some good music topics and um, yeah, uh, my phone keeps ringing so I'm going to go answer that. It's someone from work. Sort that out, and then uh, no thanks, thanks for coming on and chatting with music with us. You're more than welcome. Oh, thanks for having us, mate. A few Dave. more drinks, mate, and chili peppers tonight. I'm pumped. So yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. Average Man Podcast episode number thirty over and out. Check it. Check it.